welcome to Smart Mind Wine Wellness Podcast, hosted by me, Christine Fitzgerald, a certified nutritionist, award-winning gymnast, and creator of Smart Mind, the first guilt-free wine that lets you unwind without undoing all of your hard-earned efforts in the health and fitness goals that you've been trying to achieve. You're welcome. This podcast is for the person who wants it all, a satisfying glass of wine, healthy body, and an active social life. And I'm here to tell you it's all possible. And I'm 100% with you, which is why this will be your favorite podcast guaranteed. When it comes to wine, know that it's not what you think it is. It's not just grapes. Most of the time it contains chemicals, fillers, added sugars, and it's not even vegan. Learn from myself and experts in the wine industry. They'll reveal what really goes on in the cellar and what's lurking in your wine. Smart Vine Wine and Wellness Podcast, I'm telling you, it's blowing the roof off and busting myths in the wine industry. From a wellness standpoint, I've worked with thousands of clients for over 20 years, so I know what works and what doesn't. You'll get personalized and proven wellness tips and tricks that are truly timeless. No fads, no gimmicks. I'll help keep you on track for your health goals with that glass of wine in hand, I promise. You may be wondering why a nutritionist created a wine I may even be a bit surprised that I approve of the wine while on any diet, even keto. Hello and welcome to the Smart Vine Wine and Wellness Podcast. This is Christine Fitzgerald, your host, nutritionist, and creator of Smart Vine Wine. And I'm here today to tell you that you do not have to give up the wine in order to lose the weight. For the past 20 years, I have been a very mean nutritionist. You heard this in my intro. I always told clients, no wine. I was a competitive gymnast training for the Olympics, and I said, life is black or white. It's that no pain, no gain approach. And so I brought that into the nutrition field, and that wasn't so well received, especially with those who wanted their wine. But honestly, I didn't see it any other way. The wine on the market to me was crap, just going to be very honest. A lot of chemicals, a lot of sugar. And no, it's not okay when you're dieting, when you're cleansing, when you're working your butt off in the gym. Why would you add that into your regime? You're just going to go 12 steps back, but then pile on top of that the guilt and the frustration and the knowing that the next day you're just going to have to get up and work it off. And well, what about that headache or that hangover? It's just not a good feeling. So I created SmartVine because I was tired of seeing people approach fitness and nutrition as good versus bad, right? I think that we should all be able to make just smarter choices. Dark chocolate over milk chocolate, SmartVine wine over crap wine or two buck chuck, right? And you don't have to spend hours in the gym the next day exercising. You can actually live your life. You can be social. It's important though to Now take a step back and say, okay, I hear what you're saying, but I thought wine was just grapes. It's not, folks. There's a lot of other things in there that may be lurking. They have no idea that's not being disclosed on the label, and that's what we're going to talk about. Number one, 72 undisclosed chemicals in additives in wine. No, again, they do not have to be disclosed on the label. They create weight gain. Here's how. There's a lot of different ways and reasons why chemicals can create weight gain. But the first one that I like to focus on and the main one for today is that when you have a chemical load in your body, it junks up your liver. 
Now, your liver needs to be able to make your thyroid work. Many people don't know that the liver is where the conversion of T4 to T3, which is the active part of your thyroid that says, help them lose weight, give them energy, you know, don't let their hair fall out, don't let their eyebrows fall out, keep their skin nice and healthy and not dried out. All these different things, the conversion from T4 to T3 happens in the liver. So if the liver is all gunked up, backed up from wine every night, from cookies, cakes, anything else that you're putting in your body that you know is not the best for you, the liver is going to become very, very sluggish. It's going to become backed up. And then your thyroid's not going to work. And then what happens when your thyroid doesn't work? No metabolism, gaining weight, bloated, you know, sluggishness, depression, eyebrows falling out, hair falling out, uh, brittle nails, so many different things are connected to the thyroid. And then we go to sugar. We know that sugar is not good for us. It's inflammatory. But many don't know that there are between 30 and 130 grams of sugar per bottle of wine. That's a lot of sugar. A couple of sodas worth of sugar in just one bottle. People have no idea that's what they're drinking. That sugar turns right into fat, causing inflammation. And then it rolls off into diabetes and heart disease. So if we're drinking it once in a while, okay. But with the way life is, we want to be able to, again, be social and healthy. So do we really just want to have that wine once in a while? No. Wine traditionally is a health food. It has been around for thousands and thousands of years. It is traditionally, again, a health food or, sorry, a health beverage. But we've turned it into a sugary beverage, unfortunately. So we need to remember what really good, nutritious wine is and what it does for our body. If you keep drinking this 130 gram per bottle sugar of wine, then that compound effect, slowly but surely, is prediabetes, diabetes, and that extra 10 pounds around the middle. We know that that's happening. Smartvine only has one gram of sugar in the entire bottle and only two carbs per glass. And that's because it's made the way it should be made without all these added chemicals and sugars. The other things that may be in your wine lurking in there are some additives. Wood chips and sawdust. Yes, that hint of oak or woody overtone that the wine magazine mentions might mean that the wine was aged in an oak barrel, or it might mean that the wood chips and sawdust were actually added to the wine in order to make them like it was aged in an oak barrel. I don't know about you, but I don't want to drink sawdust. Have you heard of mega purple? Mega purple is a dye made from extremely concentrated grape juice along with another dye called ultra red. It's added to red wine to make it look darker and, well, winier. <laughs> Without these dyes, red wine does not stain your clothes, tablecloth, or teeth. Did you know that? Did you know that wine doesn't really stain your teeth? Well, it does if there's dyes added to it. Only that. And what about arsenic? Yes, arsenic. That odorless and tasteless toxin whose history of a homicide entered it to the title of Poison of Kings. It's been found in alarming amounts in wine, particularly in expensive wines. Time Magazine actually did an article on the lawsuit that incurred towards cheap wines because the wines that were tested were almost 150% over the limit. 
with an average of 24 parts per billion. 150% over the limit. That's a ton. I mean, that's a lot. The highest wine tested had a whopping 76 parts per billion. That's five times, just put this in perspective, that is five times more than the EPA standard for arsenic. Talk about junking up your liver. These are just three of the things that don't need to be disclosed on a wine label. Whether they're added on purpose or we hope in case of arsenic make their way into wine by accident through the soil, not good. But good news is smart wine has been proven and lab tested to be arsenic free. What about glyphosate? Glyphosate is a whole other topic on its own. We can do a multitude of podcasts on this, but I like to just gently touch on this to start opening the dialogue. So what is glyphosate? It's that active ingredient in Roundup. It's applied to the leaves of plants to kill both the plants and the grasses, and it's been proven to cause cancer. That doesn't sound good to me. But why is it harmful, and why can it cause weight gain? So number one, it's a chemical. That tells you a lot. Number two, it's been proven to be cancer-causing. But there are a lot of diseases and disorders linked to glyphosate, like non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, ADHD, ALS, liver disease. And again, the last thing we want to do is hurt the liver, right? That controls the thyroid and a myriad of other things. But that's what keeps our metabolism going. Reproductive issues, are you trying to get pregnant? Have you had miscarriages? Is, are there chemicals forming around in your body that's keeping you from conceiving? It's a deeper question to ask. And then specifically pertaining to our digestive health, Monsanto patented glyphosate as an antibiotic in the United States in 2010. So every time you have a glass of wine, you're drinking your daily dose of antibiotics. Those of us in the health field know that antibiotics are not good unless they absolutely need to be used. But antibiotics kill off the good bacteria in your gut. 90, I'm sorry, 70% of our, our immune system resides in our gut. And so when we throw out the microbiome balance, our health completely suffers, right? You can't absorb, utilize nutrients. You have bloating, you have gas, you have weight gain, and disease starts to develop in the body. Imagine your body not being able to get the nutrients and the vitamins and the nourishment it needs to sustain and be optimized. Of course, it's going to break down. Disruptions in the microbiome can allow outside factors or even pathogenic members of the microbiome to take hold in the gut environment. So what happens is that cells come apart and allow the normal tight junctions in the wall, the gut walls, to loosen. And then this causes that leaky gut hyperpermeable intestines. And when that happens, undigested food, chemicals, bacteria get in the bloodstream, causing an immune response, as well as many other things like cancer, heart disease, autism, hormonal imbalance. And you've created an autoimmune condition. Who in your family has an autoimmune condition? This is how it happens. Just by a glass of wine. Who has certified glyphosate-free wine, the only certified glyphosate, I'm sorry, glyphosate-free wine in the world? Smart Vine. Glyphosate is found in most wines, just as I, was, as I was talking about, even wines that are certified organic. We lab tested wine up and down the California coast. I could not believe all the organic vineyards had levels of glyphosate that were not okay. 
In 2018, it was reported that 100% of California wines contain glyphosate. Now, that probably isn't true because obviously I found vineyards that didn't contain glyphosate, but it takes a lot of time, you know, years, thousands, if not millions of dollars to do all the lab testing and think of all the vineyards up and down just California coast. That's a lot of vineyards. So I think it was a blanket statement, but in general, if you're just going to go to the store and your bottle of wine is not certified glyphosate free, you're getting a swig of glyphosate every single time you have a glass of wine. As a founder of SmartVine, I spent months testing the grapes in biodynamic and organic vineyards throughout California, just like I said, only to find that these soils contained the Roundup. It's unbelievable. Please look at your labels. Please call your vineyards. Please figure out what is possibly in your wine. You will be so happy that you knew that, and you're going to feel so much better after each glass as well. Thank you for listening to Smart Vine Wine Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please visit our website at smartvinewine.com. Like, subscribe today. Welcome back to the Wine and Wellness Podcast by Smart Vine. Next, we're going to talk about the wine making process and how wine is not vegan. And here's why. After nearly a year of patiently tending to their crop, the time has finally come for vineyards to pick the grapes that will be used to make wine. This process is a run, not a walk, because one bad day of weather could cut their yield significantly. And this time of year is called wine crush. During this crush, many ingredients are added to aid in the fermentation and filtration process. Many of these ingredients are animal-derived, not vegan. That's right. Not all wine is vegan. It's not just grapes. You'll be shocked to know that there are egg whites possibly in this process. They contain a globular protein called albumin that's used to help clarify red wines when they're going into an aging barrel. The use of this is actually the oldest finding method in the winemaking industry, but unfortunately, it's thought to be a wine allergen. Those who are allergic to eggs often experience nasal congestion, hives, skin inflammation, and cramps. So think about, you know, when you drink wine, maybe you just have a headache or hangover the next day, but do you have sinus congestion? Does your skin get inflamed? Think about any of the other symptoms that you may have because you're not reacting to the wine. It could be what it's being filtered through. Gelatin is another thing. It's an animal protein used in red wine as a way to lower the extra astringency in tannins. The symptoms of gelatin allergy can include hives, swelling in the mouth, itching, trouble breathing, and even vomiting. When people say they literally get sick from drinking wine, and a lot of events that I've gone to, people say, oh, I've sworn off wine, they just get so sick. This is another reason. Isinglass is a protein made from collagen and taken from the swim bladders of fish. Yuck. Because this protein is taken directly from the fish, notably from the beluga sturgeon, it's not able to be consumed by strict vegans and vegetarians. It's used in wine as a soft fining agent as a way to keep from stripping the flavor from blushes and whites. So we understand why it's being happening or why it's happening, but that doesn't sound like a really good thing to be using, right? That sounds yucky. Allergic reaction to this often lead to cramps, diarrhea. Gosh, if I could tell you how many clients say, I drink wine, I feel like crap, I still want to drink it. 
And I say, how does it affect you? And they say, you know, some of these symptoms, but a lot of it's digestive. Because think about if you have some kind of food allergy reaction or if you have food poisoning, that's not a good feeling at all. And people usually say, it can't be the wine, it's just grapes. And they link it to maybe what they ate for dinner instead. Casein is often helped to clarify white wines. It's a type of protein found in milk, as a lot of people know. If you've ever experienced an allergic reaction from drinking milk or eating cheese products, this could be a major basis of the allergy. Reactions would include you know, sneezing, itchy eyes, swelling, rash, itchy skin, a lot of nasal congestion. Now, those of you who have to take a lactase enzyme because you react to dairy, just think of not taking that enzyme and having a bowl of ice cream. This is what happens when you drink wine that's filtered with these animal products. Filtering options for vegan wine, diatomaceous earth is what Smartvine uses. It's a naturally occurring fossilized remain of diatoms, single-celled aquatic algae. I know that that was a mouthful. It's near pure sedimentary deposit consisting almost entirely of silica. So basically in a nutshell, we're filtering through silica. It will grow in any environment that combines water and sunlight. And it is one of the most important groups of basic organisms. A lot of aquatic life to some degree depends on them. So we are actually using what the earth is giving us and not harming the ecosystem by what we filter through. This is possible. You just have to ask, you know, contact the local vineyard, winery, you know, look at the label, figure out what's, how your wine is being processed. Your health, your mental health will also thank you because then you'll say, oh, now I'm having these reactions. Now I know what other choices I can make to, again, be able to be healthy and be social and not have to get sicker and sicker just from a glass of wine. You're right, wine should not be bad for you. It doesn't matter how old you are, how fast or slow your metabolism is, you should be able to have a glass of wine without a problem. What about gluten? Wine aged in oak barrels are sealed with wheat paste. Did you know that? Wheat paste, a mixture of flour and water is often used to seal up wheat oak barrels. So even though the barrels are cleaned out before they're used for a wine, there are still some that believe that the traces of this flour is caked to the barrel that can contaminate the wine. This is very, very rare, and it really is for somebody you know, listening that has celiac, um, really bad digestive issues that have sworn off gluten because they know it's a trigger. They can't touch gluten within a 10-foot pole without having a reaction. So this is something really important to look at. Anyone who has a gluten sensitivity I think it would be best if they got in touch with the local winery that produces the wine or to see if that glutinous substance is in the winemaking process. It's really important. Smartvine is 100% gluten-free. We're proud of that, especially having been a nutritionist. We wanted to remove every single allergy possible that winemakers were putting into the wine and so that our consumers could be allergen-free and happy when they consumed it. Well, what else can cause weight gain in wine that we're not thinking of? Are you reacting to everything that I already talked about or to sulfites? I don't think it's sulfites. I think we're being marketed to that it could be sulfites. And here's why. Sulfites are a natural occurrence in the winemaking process, and they're used as a preservative. In addition to wine, sulfites are often found in beer, dried fruit, and a lot of other foods. 
And allergic reactions, if you do have a true sulfite reaction, dizziness, trouble swallowing, like anaphylactic, right? Hives, vomiting, your blood pressure drops severely. So some sulfites occur naturally, as we talked about, and others are added as a powder to wine. And if you turn to the back label of virtually any wine bottle, you will see that the same two words contain sulfites. No matter if it's sulfite, low sulfites, or they're added. It's just another word for sulfur dioxide. It's a powerful antioxidant and antibacterial that keeps wine fresh. Sulfites kill bacteria that make wine go bad. Some winemakers also use high-dose added sulfites to kill yeast, stopping fermentation early to speed up the process. It's like giving hormones to cattle will fatten them up for slaughter in three months instead of a year when they would be naturally ready. That's not very natural to us. We don't add sulfites. Again, we don't try to stop fermentation early. We don't try to speed up the process. That just doesn't make sense. That's not natural. But without sulfites either naturally occurring or added, most wine wouldn't last much longer than six months. With sulfites, wine keeps most indefinitely. So think about the wine that you have on in your wine cellar or in your refrigerator, and you're asking, you know, I wonder how long it's going to last. Well, unfortunately, if there's a lot of sulfites added into it, it's going to last for years and years and years. Smart wine's not going to last that long, especially after it's open. It's only going to last a week because it's alive. Wine is alive. It's a living organism. It's good for you because it's alive with a lot of different nutrients in it. Smart vine doesn't add sulfites, like I said. It's meant to be consumed and used as part of a healthy lifestyle, not sit in your cellar and age. This is a different type of consumption of wine. We have to change our thinking of how we're consuming wine and what that looks like. It should be a part of your healthy lifestyle, not something added to that's going to ruin that healthy lifestyle. The big question I always get, are sulfites bad for you? Well, they often take the blame for causing the wine hangovers. However, they haven't been shown to trigger headaches or any other health issue for 99% of people. About 1% of the population is sensitive to sulfites. If you react to potato chips, you're probably one of those people that have a sulfite allergy. But if you can eat potato chips and you're fine, which are very high in sulfites, then you should be able to have a glass of wine. Sulfite labeling is like that, contains sulfites on the label that we were just talking about. It's for that 1% of the population with that sulfite sensitivity. The FDA discovered sulfite sensitivity in the 1980s and began requiring a contained sulfites label in 1988 just to keep those few people safe, which I can completely understand, but it also confuses the consumer to where that is the main question. Do you add sulfites to wine? Do you have sulfites in your wine? So then marking started coming out, sulfite-free wine or removing sulfites from a wine. Yes, you can use things to remove sulfites from wine, but why not buy wine that doesn't add sulfites in the first place? And again, understand that if you don't react to potato chips, then you're not going to react to sulfites in wine. So what do high sulfite levels mean? Sulfite levels vary from wine to wine. Wines in the United States are allowed to contain up to 350 parts per million but any wine with more than 10 requires labeling. Generally, white wines contain more sulfites than red wines do. So if you're going to go buy that two buck chuck, then know that the white wine is going to be higher in sulfites than red. 
White wines have no skin contact during fermentation, so as a result, they contain fewer natural antioxidants during early fermentation, leaving them more prone to spoilage, which is why they add the sulfites. Many winemakers add extra sulfites, again, to keep white wines from going bad as they ferment. So there is a reason to do all these things, but then it affects our health. So which way are you going to go? Sulfites are also strong sterilizers. They kill off bacteria and yeast, which make winemaking considerably easier. But in the sterilization process, sulfites also rob wine of its life. We talked about wine being alive. They leave it flat and predictable. Nobody wants lifeless wine, and we can definitely tell the difference. It takes exceptional skill to make wine with low sulfites. It really does. Winemakers must balance their wine just perfectly, which requires the level of patience and understanding and love. Many commercial wine companies lack this. I'm saying that with all due respect, but it's for profit and mass production, not for health and respecting the land and the ancient tradition of winemaking. Smartvine is extremely low in sulfites and doesn't add any at all. We lab test our wines to make sure they contain fewer than 30 parts per million. That cutoff ensures that all wines we offer are pure expressions of nature and that they were made with extraordinary care by the winemaker. This is why wine can be part of a healthy lifestyle with no side effects and no weight gain. Thank you for listening to the Smart Vine Wine Podcast. If you like what you're hearing, please visit our website at smartvinewine.com. Like, subscribe today. Hi, and welcome to the Smart Vine Wine and Wellness Podcast. We've been talking about how to melt the fat and keep the wine. And I'm just going to zero in now on how Smart Vine can really help you do that, why it's different. It is the first and only wine to begin with certified vegan and glyphosate-free grapes. Grapes that have also been lab tested and hand-picked. They are from California vineyards that are what we call beyond organic. And as I've said before, is that I went up and down the California coast lab testing organic grapes that were all full of glyphosate. That is not okay with me. And so now you know that we are certified glyphosate free, the only wine in the world, and certified vegan. Our wines are also paleo and keto friendly, low sugar, only a gram of sugar in the entire bottle. And the alcohol content is actually the same. So yes, you will feel it. That is one of the main questions that I get. Okay, this sounds great. It's healthy. It tastes amazing. But will I feel it? Yes, you can. The most profound difference that SmartVine has that no other wine does is my proprietary organic day after remedy. These ingredients, four different ingredients that make up the remedy, don't change the flavor of the wine at all or leave a sediment. It's quite incredible. Each bottle is infused with them and they have amazing antioxidant, antiviral, and anti-inflammatory properties that keep you headache and hangover free, hangover free, and you feel amazing. So there's organic chicory root, organic turmeric, organic muscadine grape skins, and organic lemon peel. And did you know that citrus in general is known for having 12 antiviral compounds, which is one of the great reasons we infuse lemon peels into our proprietary blend. 
Again, another amazing thing is that all the ingredients added in have antiviral properties to keep your immune system healthy and on guard, but lemon peel is the highest. I'd like to talk a little bit about each one, again, just to zero in on why we put the ingredients in that we did a little bit more in depth. Musketing grape skin slows the growth of existing fat cells and the formation of new ones. Wouldn't that be great? So you're not going to gain weight as fast and it keeps new ones from forming. That's fantastic. It boosts your metabolic rate. It improves your liver function, which we've talked about before, that the conversion of your thyroid, T4 to T3, to the active part of the thyroid, has to have a healthy liver because that's where it happens. So if you can improve your liver function, you're going to be improving your weight, your metabolism overall, your energy, all goes hand in hand. And muscating grape skin also helps to balance blood sugar, which we know is crucial for overall health and preventing diabetes. Lemon peel. Not only is it antiviral, but it's rich in the antioxidant D-lomanine, which helps to flush out toxins from the liver and the body overall, releasing stored fat. It's incredible. Organic chicory root erases belly fat. What about those women that have had children that still have the belly fat from 10, 15 years ago? Or just it's that stubborn area, right? Like, why can't we get rid of this extra five or 10 pounds of belly fat? It's a prebiotic fiber. And alcohol depletes the good bacteria in your gut. And prebiotic fibers feed the good bacteria. So what's happening is that you're drinking alcohol, you're depleting the good bacteria in your gut, and then you're ending up with digestive issues, bloating, weight gain, gas, all these issues that you don't realize are actually coming from that. But what's cool about SmartVine is we add the food for those good bacteria bugs back in so your gut can stay healthy. It supports digestion just in the ways that I was just telling you. Organic turmeric, we know this has been around for thousands of years, but in this instance, we threw it in there to protect the liver, of course, that's the number one thing. It's an anti-inflammatory and improves fat metabolism as well. In addition, something that's been told in the wine industry is that a glass of red wine is good for your heart because it's high in the antioxidant resveratrol. Well, you have to drink a thousand gallons or translate that to 30 bottles of wine in one sitting in order to get the amount of resveratrol you would need in order to have a healthy brain, have a healthy heart, to have an antioxidant level in your body that would do anything for your organs. That is a reality of it. But with SmartVine, with these herbs added, they actually increase the resveratrol content by 30%. So you're getting a really healthy dose, an actual healthy dose, not a marketed healthy dose of resveratrol in your body that's actually going to help you become well. The other thing is that these herbs specifically act as an antihistamine. And that's important because histamines are the highest in red wine. A lot of people have sworn off red wine because they get that histamine reaction as if they are having allergic reaction to the pollen in the air stuffy nose, a headache, the rashes, and also they can cause hot flashes. Women say, oh, I no more red wine, please, that they give me hot flashes. Not anymore. We believe that you can have your wine and your health too from everything that I just explained. So there's no need to sacrifice the taste or how you feel the next morning or your workout routine when you're drinking the Smart Vine. So who do I think that this is made for? Why did I even make it? 
Well, it's created by me, a nutritionist, and I believe in simple pleasures in life, not guilty indulgences. We should be enjoying but making smarter choices. But SmartVine is not for calorie counting to splurge, eat, drink what I want, and then come in and burn it off. So that's a lot of workout places. They have this theory of, well, just come in, work out for an hour, burn 500 calories, and then go to In-N-Out that night and eat whatever you want. That is so terrible for your body. No, we, that is not the type of consumer for this wine. This is for people who are vested in their health and their healthy lifestyle overall. They work out and they eat healthy. They have a sense of overall wellness as far as the regime each day. Or they just had a light bulb go off that says, ah, I want to be healthy. Now I need replacements. I understand that wine's bad for me, but I still want to drink wine. SmartVine is that healthier alternative. Just like when you go on a diet, you say, oh gosh, I love my bread. So then you go to the store and you try to find any healthier replacement version options <laughs> of bread, which there's a ton now, so that you can still feel like you're living your life while getting healthy. It's basically made for anybody that wants to give up the weight, but not the wine. Those fitness and health mind professionals, keto-friendly diet, people that are on a paleo diet, vegan, they want to make sure their diet stays low in sugar. And again, they care about what they put in their bodies. They respect the planet. It's an all good thing. <laughs> Drinking good stuff, helping the planet, helping your body, feeling good the next day so you can do what you're here to do. It's awesome. I have a, a customer that's a doctor who had sent me this testimonial, which I couldn't believe. It was so sweet. She said, Christine, I drank a bottle of your wine. I must admit, I wanted to test it out. I didn't believe you. <laughs> drank a bottle of wine the other night. I got up in the morning. I did a 90-minute spin class. I taught a swimming lesson to an autistic child and was able to work the rest of the day. I'm amazed. Like I can go on living my life. And not only that, I feel so much more amazing because I don't have all the guilt. I can just go into my next day and the sky's the limit. And I know that my body's better off because of it, not worse off. It's fantastic. So SmartVine is the only and the first wine to be vegan, certified vegan and certified glyphosate free. And it's infused with those incredible botanicals that don't change the taste or the flavor. Anything about the wine is just an amazing bottle of wine. And they help to erase the fat, the sluggishness, the bloat, and keep your body from getting actually damaged from alcohol, which is huge. It actually makes you healthier. And again, perfect for anyone who doesn't want to give up their social life. They want to be healthy and have a social life. So I am so excited to share SmartVine with you. I absolutely love it. Of course, I created it. I don't have a favorite. I like them all. How could... I not, but please visit our website, smartvinewine.com. Please also subscribe to the podcast and please email us if you have any questions or if you'd like to place an order or just want to see where we're sampling next. Thank you so much.